welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. This is Eurofolk Radio. Today is 9-11-2022. Here we are, 21 years after, or wait a minute, 2001, yeah, 21 years after the, uh, the brazen assault of America by the international Jew, not by the Arabs. I mean, does anybody really believe that anymore? Alfred, are you with us? Yeah, I am, uh, Pastor Eli, and I'm glad, happy to be on your show again. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's been, what, how many, four years the last time? Well, I was incarcerated for four years, and we were together, I think, a few months before I was incarcerated, yes. Yes, yes. And so, uh, real quickly, because... Uh, you know, if people have been concerned about you and about, you know, your incarceration and uh, the, the forces, huge forces, the world, the mystery Babylon forces, uh, the, uh, Paul told us that Satan was, is the prince of this world, right? And we know uh, what religion they practice. So uh, how were you treated while you were in prison? Well, I noticed a massive change from beginning to end, and I would always, I always consider my the beginning of my incarceration was actually when my sister Monica was arrested and thrown in prison, and that was six months before I was arrested. Uh-huh. And and uh, and the end of our, I call it, incarceration was when I was released, and even though she was out uh, after ten months. Uh, because we were the, du- the 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 evil duo kind of thing that had to yeah. be put away. Yeah, the Bonnie and, and Clyde of, <laughs> of patriotism, right? Yeah, and, and Monica really broke the ice uh, for me, basically, because uh, when she went in, she was like, "Oh, I know, that's the evil Nazi kind of thing." That was the pr- predominant attitude that that she had to sort of deal with at the beginning. Yeah, and so she broke the worst of that. And then when I came in, that was still pretty prevalent, but. At, by the time I was released, I'll tell you, that had changed dramatically. And both the wardens and the prisoners seemed to all be coming around and were standing behind me. Very and this good. Was easy, and this was easy to, uh, to tell just by the, you know, the body language, the way they, they would treat me and so forth, and, 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 and the events that happened at the very end. But I'll, we'll get into that later. But this, this paradigm shift was no, more, no place more evident than uh, in the prison population, including wardens and prisoners. So that was a really good positive sign for me. Yes, very good. Okay, before we get started with our interview, I just want to update everybody. Uh, Swamp Fox had put a link in the chat room yesterday, which I wasn't able to address, about the Oath Keepers. And this is really important stuff because uh, the Rothschilds definitely want to eliminate as many patriots as possible. And this is from Forbes. And it's, I think it's being resent by another organization trying to figure out who that is. Anyway, this is from Forbes, and this is very interesting in how it actually identifies the ADL as being behind the uh, persecution of Oath Keepers and other patriotic organizations. The title is... Oath Keepers members include hundreds of elected officials, police and military personnel, leaked list uh, suggests. 
by Robert Hart. And it's all about the ADL identifying this group, that group. The ADL Center on Extremism said it had identified more than 370 people named on leaked Oath Keepers membership lists it believed currently work in law enforcement agencies across the country, including at least 10 chiefs and sheriffs. Well, we have constitutional sheriffs in this country, Alfred, who obey the Constitution and not the Jew World Order. Right. Yeah. And, and many of these people, I'd say most of them are, in fact, Jew savvy, but their jobs are in jeopardy if they make any reference to the ADL or B'nai B'rith or the Rothschilds, et cetera, et cetera. So they have to live a kind of underground existence. All right. As most of us patriots have to do today. It's kind of like just before the American Revolution. Yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. You're, you were getting ready to say something. Absolutely. It is rife for uh, – it's like a pregnancy. It is rife for <laughs> birth right now. It really is. And, and what's happening under the underground, you know, behind what we can – what is being spoken out, I mean everybody's waking up and it is it's like an allergic reaction or when you have to vomit or something. You can keep it down for so long and then it, you cannot hold it back. That's, that's the nature of a biological response and we are heading into a biological response as Eustace Mullins had already predicted yes. before 9-11 already. So this is – this is unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. How about COVID <laughs> as, as a disease? Well, of course, the, the, the tragedy in New York City uh, 2001 was obviously an attack on America. And there are still a few people in the world who don't understand it was orchestrated by the Zionists, right? And not, not by Arabs with box cutters, right? Talk about a conspiracy theory. A bunch of Arabs with box cutters <laughs> brought that building down. I, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. yeah, you know, it is It is so pathetic. For, if, a, <laughs> right. if a grown person cannot see through these lies now, then they disqualify themselves as a grown human being. Right. And another major difference between 9-11 and the COVID lie is that with 9-11, you had to, uh, you had to sort of put up with some discomfort when you're going uh, flying someplace on the airplane because they look for box cutter in your shoes, shoes or right. something like that. <laughs> right, but, right, right. But now it's rolling up your sleeve to get an, a lethal injection, a bioweapon. Yeah. And we know what this does. And I tell you something, a, a good rat poison, there has to be a time delay between the uh, consuming of the bait and the actual death so that the rat does not associate the eating of the poisoned bait right. with yeah, well, its just, own death. Well, we, can, we, can, use, we can sprinkle, sprinkle sugar on our poison too. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, to, like, to, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you we we want we immunize ourselves against the the magic wands that they use against us, which which are the weaponized control words and those right. words with which they used to uh, take you know take us down on our knees. They yeah. are basically nothing more now than a revelation that, that the person using them is a traitor or a zombie or a uh, one of them. You know, yeah, or a Republican. Right. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Joe Biden's speech where he basically accused all Trump supporters of being terrorists. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. You just have to have a white skin now in your yeah, terrorist. That's right. That's exactly right. And and uh, that's where uh, our situation is. If, and Christian, if you're a Christian and white, you're a double terrorist, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so this is the way of the world. But uh, you mentioned uh, you know, being pregnant. So it reminded me of Revelation 12, 2, where it tells us that the woman uh, that appeared in the sky uh, with uh, 
the crown of 12 stars and the moon under her feet. Of course, it represents Israel. And verse 2, And she, being with child, cried travailing in birth and paid to be delivered. Verse 3, And there appeared another wonder in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon. Could that be a reference to Edom and or communism? Having seven heads on ten horns and seven crowns upon his head was trying to devour the child as it was being delivered. Well, of course, that's what's happening right now. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is, this is, uh, it is so obscene what's going on now in the world. And I always put it this way. It is as if someone tries to rape and murder and uh, mock the entire planet, and that's yes. not possible. It is just not possible. Right. That's too big a challenge, right? And even it's even beyond the ability of the Rothschilds to pull that off, right? But well, they're the, going to the, – go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, there's the, there's going to be ever more I- I- fighting within their own ranks as, they be, as ever more of them realize that the only way to save their own skin is to come out now with names, with information, with whatever they can bring out, and they start to – uh, commit basically treason on their own uh, former, uh, com- you know, their former brothers in arms kind of thing, which right. are which are parasites, really. Right. So Forbes is simply reporting what the ADL considers to be prominent p- people who are quote unquote anti-government. No, we're not anti-government. We're anti-usurpation. We're anti-sedition because the Jews have a seditious government in place, just like they did in the days of Christ. Right. Even further back, even going back 4000 years, they say we do not govern the peoples. We (laughs) govern the government. And that is with their uh, with with, with the um, administrators of the money and the administrators of the laws, uh, so to speak. You know, and and the laws become nothing more to us than blots of toner on paper. They are become irrelevant when they make no sense. Yes, yes. And obviously the January 6th event, which you've probably heard about, you were still incarcerated when that event took place, that uh, you know they set these patriots up to be arrested on false charges. Not a single one of them actually committed any sort of crime. They're just accused of sedition, right? Sedition against the seditious government that we have. So it, it, it was a it was a feeble feeble false flag. It was amateurish. It was just feeble. I don't, I don't see why any, anybody can fall for that narrative. Yes, right. So uh, here we are. All, all of these lies are being exposed. And but any politicians who dare expose these lies become uh, a targets of the ADL. That's that's what's happening. Absolutely. Well, in, in the end, the ADL will find itself uh, at war with the entire world, which is actually already now the case. And I say the zombies who uh, who are feigning ignorance uh, to not get involved themselves. I mean, you can't even feign that level of ignorance that you have to be at not to understand what's going on. So it the price that they will be more than willing to pay to come on board to the side of the truth uh, to salvage uh, their own uh, uh, their own, uh, you know, their, their own, yeah, their own butts and, and their own, uh, the rest of the, 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 to give their life any value at all. They've got to come out with something that they can bring to the table, the table of truth. Otherwise, you, you can't come there and say, well, as, as a traitor, I mean, there's a point where it's too late for anybody to escape the, the, the matrix of death and lies. Yes. And I have to just uh, include one more item here before we get directly into our interview. Uh, David Goldberg predicted all of this stuff because he stated in his last 
audio that we have shared here on Eurofolk Radio. Andy and I have done actually a couple of shows about it. That he predicted that the Rothschilds wanted to assassinate 10 million American patriots. Okay, Ten holy smokes, million. That, that, okay, that's mind-boggling. Yeah. Right, because they understood that the American people are no longer supporting that uh, Jewish bastard state over there we call Israel, and uh, they were very, really concerned. So they tar- they made a list of ten million Americans they have to eliminate. Right? Well, you know, this is this is easy to do with the COVID vaccinations because then you can say, right. I mean, we know for a fact from people from the, uh, the, the who work in the departments there that they they'll have like the the the, the vaccines coming out. They say with the, with the end number, let's say three or five or whatever, those are the heavy doses, and the number twos, you know, with the ending number two, those are the uh, placebos with nothing, you know. So they can they can have everybody come in and they'll say, oh, you're Mr. So and So. Well, you'll get this one here, and then you'll have exactly maybe six months to live or seven months, and that's it. Your game over, and and I mean it's you, you have got a godlike power when you can when people come up to you and 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 you give them a cookie to eat and you can give the, this person a, a poisoned one, this person a good one, this right. person that one. I mean that's the power they have given themselves with these lies and with this fear and with these laws. And the uh, and the you know making people say if you don't get the vaccination you lose your job that is absolute uh, extortion and 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 uh, you know I mean you don't get any more evil than that right okay so here is what Mr Goldberg said and this is from Veterans Today Goldberg says his White House sources say that Trump is working with Zionists to round up millions of Americans after a staged power blackout all rounded up by the DHS and ICE, all typically white and suburban, will be murdered, right? But they can't just send the troops out to murder white people. They have to do it under false pretexts, right? And that's what January 6th was. And that's what this roundup of patriots in, in important positions in military and government is all about. They can't be obvious about it. Right. And then he said that he predicted this was in, I believe, 2018. He predicted there would be some kind of operation, which he called Project Zypher and Project, uh, I forget what the other one was. There were two projects. Both of them were to, designed to murder Americans. All right. And he, uh, he predicted America would catch a bug. <laughs> All right. But, he, but it, it turned out it, it was for the whole world. Why? Because the Rothschilds want to destroy all white people. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, yeah. if if you look at that, they've been gloating about the fact that the, the destiny of the white race lies in their hands. And they've been gloating about that ever since they were looking down from the mountains of dead people from what we call World War Two. I mean, World War One and World War Two were engineered wars engineered by these same people. Uh, so that we get the best white people killing the best white people. And what we are now is what is left after this bloodbath, what we call the world wars. And they predicted back then that the third world war will put, will, will will make the other ones look like, like kindergarten kind of thing. And that's where we are right now. And we have got to stand up to this, the the plate or we will cease to exist. This is a do or die moment in our history and our civilization. Yeah. And Swamp Fox reminds us that the IRS just armed 87th, thousand irs agents right uh you know, very quietly <laughs> right yeah. so yeah. Be, be careful don't let your irs agent in without a warrant okay? and i would i would expect my own 
prediction for this whole thing is that all of these people who are being armed by our enemies now, they will all be coming to our side in a flash kind of thing when they – because they're all waking up. I mean you, you cannot – uh, like I said before, you cannot uh, feign that level of stupidity and ignorance that you need to be at not to understand what kind of treason this is, is what is happening here. And all of our great presidents of the past have always said that when a, a peaceful, uh, you know, proper government isn't possible, then a violent revolution becomes mandatory or it becomes the only way out. And that's where we that's where we find ourselves today. We will not go down. I mean, believe me, we are waking oh. up and we are waking up fast. Well, I mean, you stood your ground against the establishment, against the Jewish establishment, the B'nai B'rith, ADL, the Rothschilds. You stood your ground. And so let's get into it because, uh, you know, we obviously have to keep our people alert as to what's going on and who's behind it, which you're not going to get from mainstream media. Uh, What about German media? Is there any hint that there is a secret power behind the scenes that is controlling events well it's no no different here than it is in in america it's the same it's in the same actually it's the same in all of what we call the western world and a good part of the non-western world that this is the uh the the the, the well, the, I think the pinnacle of Jewish power lies in the past now, and this is now that the, they're losing it now, and that's why we see all the panic and and, and, the, and the nonsense that they're doing. But it's an absolute and total censorship, and they're, they think they can clamp down and you know Holocaust denial and stuff like that. I mean, it's so pathetic. I just want to say that at one time, several hundred years ago, they knew that the, it was actually the Earth that was at the center of the universe. Of course, they had erred because now the same the same criminal syndicate that used to claim the Earth was the center of the universe. Has now knows it was the Holocaust. You see, so yeah, you know, right, right. <laughs> like I, I was thinking of, of the banking center of uh, London. <laughs> that's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. the center of the which it is financially, right, and yeah, politically. Yeah, it, it is, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Project Pogo was the other project that David Goldberg. Thank you, Mary. So we see here that David Goldberg predicted that the Rothschilds are going to go after Americans to eliminate them. By and, and, and they're going to do it along the pattern of the best of the goyim deserve to be slaughtered. I mean yes. the patriots are those people who are waking up and who are willing to fight for their own people, their own country, and all of our civilized values. So if they t- take those out, that is supposed to supposed to set an example for the rest to keep down uh, in a duck and cover modus and keep right. sh- nice and quiet until until they are – well inside the slaughterhouse. This is a, a, a recursive formula. When the best of the goyim get taken out, then even the, the second uh, lousiest goyim or the lousiest <laughs> goyim will eventually be the best of the goyim. So That's this right. Is, it's not, you know, this is it. This is a do or die moment for all of us. Well, all of us. To, to your point, the fact is that uh, I just read a recent article about who has actually taken the jab. And it turns out that up to 90% of Democrats have taken the jab and are being eliminated as we speak, right? So those who have not taken a jab refuse to take any jabs anymore, right? So uh, they're eliminating their own people. It's it's a total suicidal, self-destructed, self-destructive formula that they find themselves in. And, um, you know, I'll tell you a line here. I just want to read a line that I use that I've been able to use uh, just now because of the time when I came out of prison now. 
And I say, you cannot imagine how many millions of fully indoctrinated, politically correct, and by definition, clinically insane, vaccinated zombies would do anything if they could to trade their coffin for my prison cell. Right. I am out of, I am out of my prison cell <laughs> right? talking to you today. They will remain in their coffin and never get the chance to use their God-given brain and fists again. Right. And I only I only uh, I only threatened the use of of my uh, you know fists when they asked me if I wanted a vaccine and they left me in peace and I remain to this day untested, unvaccinated, and Amen. unbent. Amen. Amen. Well, they've been trying to get us in other means by putting this garbage in our food and spraying it in the air, right? Putting it in our so-called medications, right? We they're they're pulling out all stops, but when they do that, they will infect their own people as well. Absolutely. They, they have forgotten that they're all that they're they themselves are actually human beings, which, but they don't consider themselves that <laughs> no. because they, their operating system is so evil, so, so self-destructive. And I mean, if they say that the, the, all a goyim is worth less than the dirt beneath the fingernail of a Jew, right. this is to show you how, how they have uh, they have elevated them, themselves above the very human body that they themselves above uh, God live in, you know, of above. God. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, they consider themselves. Well, their Talmud says God makes no decision without consulting a rabbi. <laughs> All I right, mean, and, and we have to. We also have to stop thinking of the Jews as being a religion. It is a. It is a. a, oh, a, a, a behavioral. It's codex. a bloodline. It, yes. It's a behavioral codex for psychopathic criminality, yeah. and and you cannot get more psychopathic than and every detail of what they have, all their Talmud, the, the protocols, all that stuff. It it describes perfectly the 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 deadliness of this operating system. And once we understand that in this context, it's easy to counter it because we can de- de- uh, we can defeat them with their own weapons. Yeah, quite easily. In fact, Co- Codex Psychopathicus. <laughs> We just invented a, a, a new terminology for uh, psychological diseases, right? And the Jews, oh, yeah. and by the way, the Jews admit that they have more pathological diseases, including uh, psychological diseases, than any other people in the world. They admit it. They freely admit that. They, 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 it has to come to that, not, not just because of what they themselves teach themselves, but even this this re, uh, nibbling off the foreskin of the eight day old boys that traumatizes that that destroys oh. any empathy that may still have resided in that person. Plus all the inbreeding they've they've done over the past centuries and, and millennia because of the fact that as as parasites they they always had to they they were most successful when they were very small in numbers in relationship to the host population, but that means that they also had problems finding spouses. For for you know for continuing their their tribe kind of thing. So there's a lot of inbreeding, and this constant inbreeding has led to all kinds of uh, biological, physical characteristics, which we call yeah. you know, strange or disease. Okay, so I think we we've uh, covered the nature of the problem pretty well. So let's get back into your personal uh, arrest and how uh, you mentioned that they they arrested your sister first. And so what was that experience like getting arrested? And then, uh, you know, for four years, you did time serving in the gulag for daring to question the Holocaust. And uh, so and then where are you at now? If you can remember all parts of that question, go ahead. Well, I'm going to go through some of the parts that I consider most important now for this call because of the fact that we have today the 21st anniversary of the false flag attack on America on, on 9-11-2001. 
You see, I, when when Monica and I were doing our work, we never ever actually thought about getting arrested. It just didn't occur to us. Uh, so when it did happen, it was a surprise. It was a surprise for Monica. And for me, uh, I was kind of, okay, if they come and knocking on the door, they'll come knocking on the door. I had been raided several times. In fact, uh. um, I, I was raided after the Sorry Mum, I Was Wrong About the Holocaust video in 2016. Oh, right. okay. and, and I want to take this little story and, and tie this into 9-11 and why I see that they are either making incredibly blundering mistakes or they're actually helping us. And I believe it is the latter, that they are actually people. Oh, you mean the, the police, not the yeah, Rothschilds. The, yeah, well, yeah, the people in the system. Put it through. Okay. People in the All system right. are feeding us little gold nuggets to take that, that we can do something with so that they have the excuse after they lose because they know they're going to lose that they can say we helped you and this is what I want to tell you now okay. After, as, as a revenge for the sorry mom I was wrong about the holocaust video I was raided quite shortly thereafter and, and they took that, that was in, um, in, in August of 2016 okay so go back in your mindset what, were you well, in Canada or Germany at that time this was in Germany this was Germany, in Germany. okay yeah and and they took this my, my my big iMac my big you know oh. iMac computer where I was doing my videos and so forth they took a bunch of all a bunch of other stuff, but then um, they raided me several more times before I was actually arrested. Then, but about four months before I was arrested, I got a, a, a letter from the state prosecutor saying I can pick up some of the stuff that they had uh, you know taken oh. from me. So that was after after twenty months. Of this thing being in their possession, this this iMac, I, I was able to pick it up. That was in April of 2018. Okay, and then at first when I when I I couldn't believe they'd give me my computer back, but right? I, I took it home and I didn't even dare turning it on for several <laughs> seasons. Maybe there because, was a bomb in it, right? <laughs> well, no, well, I, I thought there's there's no point. But first of all, I had new equipment, and I'm not going to start you know fire up this old equipment when it, it'll surely be bugged and all messed up and yes. so forth. But but then I said after a while, okay, don't let fear. Uh, or, or these suspicions stop you from just trying it out, you know. So yeah. I plugged it in after several weeks of it, it was just sitting there. And I, I plugged it into the into the to the power, turned it on, and I could not believe it was completely in perfect running order, as if had it had never been touched. Wow. So, that and wouldn't then, happen in America. The ADL okay. would fill it with bugs. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's what I suspected. I, I, that's why I saw there's no I, – I, first, I didn't have time. I was busy with, with my new equipment and, and just doing stuff. And But I, I says, okay, just, just plug it in and see what happens. You've got nothing to lose. And that was the best thing I ever did because then I, I could see – my mode of operation was if I found uh, files on the internet that I, I knew I had to do some work with it, do something with them uh, you know, for a, a new video production or whatever. I'd, I'd take it right smack dab in the middle of my desktop so I wouldn't uh, you know, forget it or lose it. And one of these files was the file of Larry Silverstein gloating about the fact that he had uh, – that he is so efficient with his work that he was already working on the plans for the new World Trade Center in April of 2000. Okay. Well, is, now, wait a minute. Said, wait yeah. a minute. One, one second. Was this file on your computer before it was confiscated? It was on my computer. They had it in their possession for 20 months before they gave it back to me. They had it completely analyzed everything. What they sure. do is they, 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 they have a, it's called a fast, uh, fast detect or something like that. Sure. The system. They just t download all the stuff, but they don't destroy anything. They don't touch it. And, and yeah. so they did not destroy this, this, this evidence. They left it right smack dab there. Now, why would they? I did not ask for my computer back. They came. They wrote me a letter. I can pick it up or they're going to auction it off or something. Yeah, so yeah. I, I go down there and I pick it up. Yeah, wow. 
They're, they're yeah, giving like they're, me my computer back. I don't believe it. <laughs> with with All right. evidence. But they oh. knew at that and they knew at that time that it's only a matter of time before they throw me in, in, in the prison. They had it all in the books. I mean Bene right. Grit had ordered them to do so. Sure. So they wanted to ensure that I was in possession of and knew that they knew that I know that everybody knows now that Larry Silverstein was gloating about the fact that he had the new plans for the World Trade Center on his desk uh, in April of 2017, months before the attack. And here comes the killer point. Munich Re is the insurance company that he uh, <laughs> that he de- defrauded of $6.4 billion, I believe, this summer. Oh. And then when they released me here, and before I was released from prison, I was writing in my letters openly that as soon as they sent me a big bill to pay for all these court costs, which will run into the millions in the end, like more money than yeah, anybody right, has, right. That, that as soon as they do that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry this Larry Silverstein thing forward. And they put me on, on parole orders that I have to see a parole officer once a month and so forth and so on. Sure. And so I told these guys, so I've had two visits with these guys. They're very friendly people, but you know they have to start grasping the game that they're playing here. And I told them the first time I was there uh, that uh, about this Larry Silverstein thing and, and this insurance thing fraud that and, and they are my go-to people now because this is in their territory they can't talk their way out of that one right and I gave them a DVD from AE 911 truth you know architects and engineers for 911 truth and then the second time I went there a month later I says well I'm sure you guys looked at the DVD about 911 and they says oh no we can't we had to give it off to our superiors they have to look you know search yeah. so they come out with a feeble feeble excuse right not passing the, the buck right That's and, called and, and then, pass- then absolutely and and then then I pulled out my my, uh, my laptop and I showed okay now I'm going to show you this video of Larry Silverstein and it's in English of course and and it's just only two minutes long you know and he says did you understand that and he says yeah we did and he says good and I pulled out a USB stick out of my pocket and I says well the same file that you just saw is on this USB stick so here it is take it and he says oh no no we can't take that because blah 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 <laughs> no and, no no and, uh, the hot potato no 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 we don't potato. want that <laughs> <laughs> and, and then in, in, in the hallway at, the, at this place where I go, it's kind of a police pl- place, you know, there's a sign on the wall it, it, and it's telling all the parole people the laws, the rules they should sort of, uh, you know, char- character – uh, to have a strong character means do not bring feeble excuses to evade responsibility. <laughs> so it says you guys are just bringing the most feeble excuses to try to worm your way out of this. And I'm talking about this on all the talk shows now. And when I go there to see them again, I'm going to say, you know, that this is all public now. And I'm going to put your names, you know, the parole officers. It's going to be uh, these are going to be in sealed envelopes going out to all kinds of places. And if you guys shirt, you know, skirt your uh, uh, responsibility, your names are known. So you have to decide now. Whose side are you going to play on? Because your superiors are all feeding us now already good information to bring this thing through. Yeah. And everybody wants to come through. And this is what we have to, they have to know. People who are still feigning ignorance and thinking that these lies are going to win, they are only fooling themselves. And they will be held uh, to account for it. treason. And treason has always been the death penalty in all societies and all time because treason is something no living organism can survive. Yes, yeah. Well, as David Goldberg said, the Rothschilds are really concerned about the patriotic movement in America that they won't be able to control it. And you know, their last resort is violence. And so, but they have to paint us with a terrorist brush in order to make themselves look good with the media they control. But there's nobody buying their media anymore, right? 
Okay? Absolutely, it is. It is pure vomit. Once you <laughs> once you have uh, cleansed yourself from this uh, the, the, the 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 toxins of these lies and so forth, then you can understand these control words don't work anymore. Every single word, every picture that comes out of the media, the mainstream media, is just vomit, pure vomit. I mean, you cannot, you know, you can package it in any way you want, but it just makes you sick. Yeah, totally sick. It's it's Jewish vomit, is what it is. It's right. vomit. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, so. Uh, so, in other words, your prison experience uh, was not as horrible as it is for most white prisoners here in America who are really treated horribly by the prison system, which is run pretty much by Jews, liberals, blacks, and feminists, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I believe you're very correct on that. And in the, in the end, I, I spent 558 days in solitary confinement. Ooh. And so that meant 23 hours in my cell locked up all alone. And, and the food was brought to my cell, so I couldn't even mix with the prisoners there. Uh, but actually, the whole, the whole prison was locked down for a while because of this COVID nonsense. Right. But, um, but, but in the end, but I had, had, had experiences in, that, in those four years that I would not trade for anything in the world. And I, I always envisioned myself as being in a space capsule going you know, to ah. the planet, planet of the orcs kind of thing. Right. And, and what, once you understand, okay, this is your fate, this is your mission. I call it my political assignment basically. I didn't look at it as being a punishment or something like that because the punished – Punished were those people who rolled up their sleeve and got the vaccine, the Jew jab, the shot right. of death. Those right. are the people that got punished, not me. You know. That's right. That's right. They're the ones who've been suffering. You know, they believe the lie about the jab, and uh, and uh, as we said, uh, the Dems are the ones most likely to take the jab. And when they try to attack the cities, that's going to be filled with liberals and Democrats, right? And the people yeah. they've been they've been flooding our countries with as per revelation twelve fifteen, the, the dragon opened his mouth and released a flood of immigrants right into yeah. our country so we understand this and our information is getting across it is getting across go ahead and and, and you we will see we will see a massive like a tsunami of people coming from the further left that they had gone in their way of thinking when they realize how they have been taken for total fools and all those with any anything Ooh. left inside them will all be coming to us and that's that's normal yeah. too and that was all predicted also by yuri betsminov who was a very high uh, officer in, in, for the kgb and and he, he had ex, done, explained all that in his interview in 1985 after you know escaping from the soviet union when all these jews be, before they all kind of left left the soviet union and flooded into the west right and, and, and so he knew what he was talking about and he was saying that the most the most uh, violent or or the most intense uh, Opponents of that system are those who come from the system when they realize how they've been abused right. and, and mis misused because then they realize, you know, like it's like a little girl that understands that the candy for her spread the legs was actually a rape and wasn't a favor for her, you see. And this is – they realize they've been raped, they've been abused and they want to yes. get even. Yes, yes. Well, I mean uh, I think the last category of people who will wake up are the Judeo-Christians. Because they still believe that the Jews are God's chosen people, <laughs> I, I don't yeah, think anybody they, else does. They, 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 they are. I'll tell you what. What, what a real uh, a, a job with a real future is psychologists and sociologists <laughs> who, who can who can take those people under their wings and actually try to somehow get through to them. Because they, if if you cannot get through to them, they are dead. They are already. They're already right. dead. now. They're the walking, walking dead. dead zombies. That's uh, zombies. Yeah, yeah right. And, and it was fascinating too. I don't know if you heard about this, but the CDC 
actually referred to the Jabbies as zombies. They are zombies, yeah. They yes, are. right. And, and I've been hearing more and more that they, the people who who watch neighbors and so forth who get the jab uh, and and get a you know a good dose of it kind of thing that they also change in their physic in their characteristics as as humans, like because it does start to actually affect their brain, like like a, like a like a drug right. will affect your brain. That's what's what's happening already. Right, right. But here again, it's one of those stories where the Rothschilds had been trying to get the establishment, the medical establishment, I'm talking doctors and nurses in hospitals around the country, to accept vaccination uh, voluntarily. And that's why they staged all of these uh, so-called bird flu, swine flu, MRSA, you know, from 2000 until 2020. And it wasn't working because they're the least likely to get vaccinated because they know they're poisoned, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so they decide, okay, we're just going to have to incentivize, is the term they like to use, yeah. uh, blackmail people, force people uh, under the threat of losing their jobs, their pensions, their, their, um, uh, what it, their status as doctors and nurses. And then if you don't take the jab, yeah, you will lose all that, Right. Oh, that's evil. That is so, yeah. so evil. It is, and, and after feigning uh, to us how they're taking care of us and, uh, yeah. and all, you know, and, oh, this is so, yeah. it's so evil. People cannot fathom that sort of evil, that okay. level of nastiness. Oh, man, a question, because here in America, when you turn on the uh, YouTube and uh, there's a commercial on, uh, ha- half the commercials are big pharma commercials. Oh, and yeah. they, they love to have white people, especially uh, uh, crying white people say, oh, if it weren't for Big Pharma, my child would have died. Oh, thank God for Big Pharma. Yeah, every other commercial is a drug commercial. Is that true in Germany, too? Um, I don't watch any television, oh. but I, I think I think there, there's a lot of that, too. Like it's the advertising is 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 just makes me vomit it's first of all <laughs> right and then you say who and then you see who's i remember well when i was in my prison cell and i still had a, a, a tv there they they have like bmw but there'd be a negro telling us to buy a bmw car for example and they say what is this what is going on here like is, yeah. it's you know I, I it just made me vomit it made me sick when i say somebody's yeah i have no words for that <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's incredible. So, uh, all right. So let's continue with your story. So you uh, you obviously were triggered <laughs> by 9-11-2001, and uh, you carried this knowledge with you into prison, and your experience in prison was actually, well, I don't want to say positive, but very interesting in that uh, you were being fed information or given back your computer, which, wow, that would never happen here in America. You know, you, know, you, you probably heard about what the, the Hunter Biden's laptop and how no, that No, tell had, me about that. No. I, I oh, don't. yeah, Hunter Biden's laptop. He was videotaping himself having sex with all kinds of Chinese girls and prostitutes, right? And, <laughs> and the New York police got a hold of that laptop. And, of course, that laptop has disappeared. You know, I mean, just a total <laughs> indictment against Joe Biden covering yeah. all this up. The Democrats are clueless, and most Americans are clueless, except for patriots. Back to you. That, that, that it just goes to show you the the moral depravity in these upper circles of our so called government, and uh, I mean, yeah, and, and yeah, like I I have no more words for that. But <laughs> going back to back to nine eleven, you're saying I, uh, nine nine eleven woke me up. Yeah, but I I was very slow at that. I did not actually start to seriously understand 
uh, you know, more details until 10 years after 9-11, oh, okay. like 2011 and 12. And then I started blogging. And then it was actually a video I saw from um, architects and engineers. That was a 15-minute video about WTC7. And that jolted me awake. And that was about 2011 or 2012. And then it was no turning back. And when I realized that this is not just like a car accident somewhere or a plane crash or something, this is something something of a, something much, much bigger, That's I lost sleep. You know, I couldn't sleep very well for a while. And that's when I seriously started to dig into it. And I said, if, if I don't start doing something, anything, whatever – then I, I'm not doing enough because, um, you know, because I've been working internationally. I was, you know, with IBM and so forth. And I worked in the States, worked in Canada, worked in Germany and so forth. And it says, if I don't do it, who will? So I just start doing whatever I could. And this is what everybody will have this moment yeah. of truth in their life where they have to make a decision. Do they continue to pretend they can't do anything and play stupid? Or do they actually step up to the plate, whatever it is, and start doing something? Right. whatever it might be. And here I always like to use the example of every single Olympic star that we've ever known or any any great hero that we've ever, know, ever known started off as a tiny little baby crawling on all fours, not having a clue where which way to crawl or anything. And and they, they reached the pinnacle of whatever they were good at by constant trial and error and not being afraid to maybe make a mistake and take a blow or two. And that's what we have to look at this. Do not be afraid of, 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 of having, you know, being, being, you know, taking a few punches for getting involved in this fight because with every battle, with every, every round that you do, it's like a, it's, it's, it's practice. It, it'll make you better for the next round and you'll keep getting better and better and better. And then, uh, and, and we all have to get involved. And the more you do now, the better off you'll be. Because in the end, everybody, what they did or did not do will determine the value of every single human being around. And after this turns around, everybody will want to boast about what they did, and nobody will want to crawl away in shame because they didn't do anything. So that's that's the deciding moment now for yeah. all of us. Okay, so well, just recalling my own experience, I, I was at work that day repairing a ceiling in an apartment building when I saw on TV. Uh, uh, I can't remember if I had the owner's permission to watch the TV or not, or maybe we're just listening our, to our radios. And anyway, the first thought I had was, oh, the Arabs finally got even with America for supporting that bastard state called Israel. That was my very first thought. But then when I got home to actually watch the video of the towers coming down, I said, whoa, that's the most beautiful demolition of a high-rise I have ever seen. There's no way this building came down by being hit by an airplane. No way. Okay. That's, so. you know... That's amazing because like like I saw that too, and but but I didn't take those thoughts any further. So I was suffering under cognitive dissonance, you know, seeing something <laughs> right. and, and not matching it. I, I I was my brain was frozen. I did not take it right. any further. Well, yeah, I mean the shock of seeing that, and well, who did this and why, and you know, you you forget about the physical details and the fact that they're evidence, right? And they destroyed the evidence. They began destroying the evidence immediately. They hauled off all the metal and sent it to China for pennies on the dollar, right? Such a deal. Oh yeah, destroying <laughs> the evidence and 
and then repeating endlessly the nonsense about Osama bin Laden and his box cutters and blah, 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 blah. Right, right, yeah. And, and so this, uh, yeah, once you, then, yeah, because the uh, people, the initial shock, once that wears off, then you actually look at the facts and, wait a minute, this story that they're telling, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? And then, of course, the forensics, I mean, numerous videos have come out about the forensics proving that this was, you know, what charges placed had to be placed in the building and were right, and even the firemen were saying the 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 uh, we heard explosion boom 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 boom, boom yeah. going down the floors right. The firemen yeah. said that that was never reported in mass media. I mean, like today is nine eleven. Do they even mention nine eleven at all? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Probably right? not. Yeah. Well, I haven't tuned in. Like you said, I, I don't. I tune them out. Right. I know you, ne- you ne- can't watch it. They'll probably yeah. talk about the Holocaust. You know. Right. Right. Now, 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 yeah. So America's had its own Holocaust, and the white races had its own Holocaust. As Andy and I have discussed many times, uh, one fully one third of the white race was exterminated in the first two world wars. It's, it's it's so when, when one understands what the nature of these wars were and also the first 30 year war, which was in 1600 or something like back then, that was also uh, instigated by the same powers that should not be. Right. And the white race has well, we are we have got to overcome this uh, this bad, uh, evil, nasty uh a thing called Judaism. I mean, if right. we don't, and I mean, the Jews have, they don't have to run with that operating system. They can, I mean, if you look in the past, some of our, our strongest leaders for our side, basically, in terms of getting us pr- good information, who came from that side. Just look at Benjamin Friedman. I right. mean, you know, he, he was, he came from the top echelons. And there's, I don't, can't think of hardly anybody who's done more for our cause for waking people up in, in, than he did in that wonderful speech well, in the Willard Hotel in right, 1961. Right. It's, it's renegade Jews. I think I just put that speech up on Eurofolk Radio again uh, a day or two ago. Anyway, yeah, it's renegade Jews who don't agree or got who got uh, ripped off by their fellow Jews, right, and turned against their own people, right? And there's great numbers of them who have spilled the beans, but our, the Judeo-Christians simply refuse to listen to them. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you also have to consider the fact that these Jews themselves are kept bound into their tribe through sheer terror. So they also have to overcome a certain, this terror to, to, to become a renegade. And they become a renegade when they find enough of their human qualities, for example, empathy or common sense. You know, and 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 understand what is the what is actually happening long term. I mean, we've had Jews. I mean, I know if you ever heard of the name of Otto Weininger, I think his name was, and he had shot himself. It was a young Jew, and he shot himself in Beethoven's house of birth house or something like really? that because because he he understood. He's a brilliant guy, and he understood this the the nature of Judaism. This it's a it's a this codex for psych- psychopathic behavior, and he hated this. He didn't want to do that. He he had no way of and so the strongest statement that he made when he was like 25 years old or something like that, he went into Beethoven's uh, house of birth and shot himself as a statement of uh, of, of disapproval and a, spa- a uh-huh. statement of, of rebellion against that. And that's the most honorable thing, I mean, that, that he could have done. So he's made – he had immortalized himself by doing that at the age of 25 because we still talk about him, you know, and that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's interesting you bring up Beethoven because Beethoven wrote a piece called Wellington's Victory about you know that, that battle in 1815 but Beethoven 
later figured it out that the, because he had heard about the, how Nathan Rothschild uh, broke the bank, uh, broke the British stock market by pretending that Wellington had lost, driving yeah. the stock market down to virtually zero. And then he, he basically bankrupted every investor in Britain. And, and certainly Beethoven heard about that. And he refused to stay at a hotel when he heard that the Rothschilds were staying in the same hotel. Is it? No, thanks. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's right. You know, and, and you actually mentioned that like with the breaking the bank and so forth. And we have to understand, and this is what the Jews have understood ever since a thing called money and the role that money plays in directing or misdirecting our own behavior uh, as a placeholder for real value. I mean, normally since, let's say you're a carpenter and you produce, you know, some chairs or something like that, you know, you can't uh, you go to the bakery and give them part of a chair every time you want some bread. So, you, you know, we have this placeholder called money. And, and, and it, like, let's say I, I could be the biggest asshole in all this world, the most useless person. But if I was had a, all this money that I had stolen, then it would uh, I could claim entitlement to real value for which I have done nothing to produce just by because I have the money. And this is what the Jews have figured out ever since a thing called money, that by deception and by tre- treachery and trickery and murder and whatnot, when they get a hold of the money, they can uh, live a good life without ever lifting a finger. And they so specialized it themselves at doing just that uh, that that they've and, and there's huge success at doing that has brought us to the point we now find ourselves in. And if we don't overcome this problem, we will, as a species, actually die out. Because, right. like I said before, the best of the goyim deserve to be slaughtered. Well, then at the end, you will have a huge, um, you know, mongrel slum right. of, of that's dirt, the plan. Know, and there's yeah. nothing you can squeeze out of a slum. Of, right, of, right. Yeah, no blood yeah. out of a blood out of a dirty slum. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so all, all the races on this earth are looking up to the white people to get this in order. And That's like you were right. saying before, these Judeo-Christians, this 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 nonsense that they have been programmed with, they have got to overcome that or die. There's no other way. There's no in between. Yes, well, Revelation 12.5 says, And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. Of course, this is recounting the gospel. And then in verse 15, I believe it is, let me scroll down, that this dragon and the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that's us, Israel, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. This is prophesying how the Rothschilds have flooded our nations with non-white immigrants in order to destroy us. It's perfectly clear that's what this means. You know, and that, that's always been uh, a long time before I ever understood all of, you know, the nature of what's going on in this world. Now, I had always heard of the fact that people would say the last sta- stage of destroying a, a people is open the gates and flood them with barbarians. And that's right. exactly what we're saying <laughs> <Exactly>. now. Exactly. <laughs> Good choice of words, barbarian. These are, these are nice barbarians, right, who are given credit cards or actually debit cards by the UN before they cross into America. It's just it blow, blows your mind. It's, <laughs> yes. it's beyond beyond comprehending. Like how can how could how is it how did we reach this insane 
Yes, uh, yes. Status quo that, that we are in right now. Right. How could it be? Yeah. I mean, this this is the diagnosis is one of a lethal disease if we do not deal with it immediately. Right. Yes. But I always say also that when you get a serious cold or something, a real bad flu coming on, you will feel the most uh, in the yeah. most pain and the most down actually when it's beginning. And right. then you lay, then you're in bed, you're getting you get a high fever, and that's when your body starts to actually deal with it. And that's where we're at right now. We yeah. will see a, a total collapse of our of our uh, infrastructure and so forth but that is us lying down in this fever and then we will deal with it and we will cleanse our civilization and reconquista we we will reclaim our civilization all these people who came here for a free lunch they will be uh, dreaming of their nice home that they came from whether it's the slum in lagos or whatever but they will be uh, yearning to go back there because here they will not survive it'll it'll be totally different conditions just like if you were a a normal german in dresden in, in february of 1945 and the fire bombers came over and and they to leaver (laughs) wow what's happening yeah yes that's what they'll find that things will be very different very different yes well uh, let me uh quote verse 16 and but this is good news and the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth so what's going to happen well all these this flood of immigrants paid for by the international Jew, will in some way die. Okay? Yeah, that's it. And it, they will be is, buried here. The, the, and these are laws of nature because as, yes. as if we are going to uh, hand over our house, hand over our food, commit suicide so that they can, can breed here like 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 rat, like rat rabbits right? and, and take over our Rabbit our rabbits. You know? <laughs> right. and, and, yeah, rabbit rabbits. And, because this is – I mean – the laws of God's laws, natural laws, these are nothing can override nature's laws or God's laws for a lot forever. Like they can do it for a short time, you know, when you when you're in a in a in a, in a dream or something or, or, or in, a, in a drunk stupor or something. But 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 eventually uh, the laws of nature do get the upper hand and will decide the fate of how things will go. Right. And the punchline is verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. That is Israel through Israel. Yeah. Interesting. Which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, the Judeo Christians don't keep the commandments of God. No. So they can't be part of the remnant. Yeah. Very they're, good. They're well doomed. Said. They're doomed. Right. They are doomed. Unless yeah. they, unless they come around to the truth. So my concern for you, Alfred, is, well, you were arrested because you spoke out against, you did that video about the Holocaust. Well, uh, what's your concern? Have you been cleared to speak freely or do you think they're going to come after you again? (laughs) What's your situation? (laughs) They gave me a – I I cannot take seriously what these people uh, tried to expect for me to do because – Let's see. It was uh, on the 24th of June. I was dragged from my cell into this little room and I was uh, said, this is a judge now. who They're going to rule over what you're going to do when you get out of here. And that was one week before I was released. And the 24th happened to be happened to be Monica's birthday, you know. Oh, so there's, I go to this room and, and, and there's a screen there and I put the headphones on and the judge was, you know, this was a, a, a closed circuit a kind of a, a oh, judgment. Kind right. of thing. 
and and so she's telling me uh, I'm not allowed to uh, uh, communicate or talk to people on the extreme right. And I says Ooh. I never talk to people on the extreme right. I only talk to people who are sitting opposite to me because <laughs> you know, over the right is way over there, and I pointed to the right. I'd, I, 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 that'd be too far away. I can't talk to them. So no. I, I don't even take them seriously. And then after she tells me all the other nonsense I'm supposed to do, I says, you know, since this is being uh, recorded and it's my sister Monica's birthday, and I just started singing, I want to sing Happy Birthday, and I started singing Happy Birthday <laughs> to you. And cause I, I, so I let her know. I, for me, yeah. it's like just a stupid game. I didn't not take her seriously, not at all. Right, right. And and um, and then two days before I was released, I had a whole team of masked wardens in front of my 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 my, my cell, and they were looking. They went through my cell, looked. Look, you know, to, they had an excuse. They had a photocopy of a letter, and they wanted to see if they could find this letter. And I says, you know, let me try to find it before you demolish my cell. Right. And, and, and they says, no, no, we're going to do it. And I had to stand outside of this cell at, while they were inside. And they, see, the mask mandates had already been lifted about three weeks before I was released. So, ah. so, so I didn't, ha- you know, nobody had nobody had to wear a mask in the prison anymore. But these these wardens all had a mask on, and so I had to stand outside of my cell where everybody could see me, all the other prisoners and so forth. And the the warden had a mask on his face, and I didn't. And I and we and we had lots of time because they took lots of time to look for this stuff in my cell. And I and I told him, I says, you know, um, I says, you know, if if I was walking beside you on the sidewalk where everybody could see us in the same distance apart as we're standing here right now, and I had my finger stuck up my ass and I told everybody with a big grin on my face my finger is up, stuck up my ass because of the hygiene then you would probably feel you right. would feel so so ashamed to be so close to me walking down the sidewalk that you would probably right. say ashamed. let yeah. me walk a, a bit further away you Mr. Schaefer I don't know you and I says and that's but that's exactly the emotional emotions that people are now beginning to feel for being too standing too too close to somebody who's wearing a mask like the one on your face right now and don't take it personally i said <laughs> but you're but you're only wearing that mask because if you don't you won't get your next paycheck or That's your right. boss told you to put that on but i don't believe for one second that you believe a single word <laughs> right. about this corona right. nonsense you know yeah, yes. and 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 so and and then I, this went on and on and like i i did a, a, explained them a few other things why i was in that prison and so forth and and I thought if my wife could see that, boy, she would she'd freak out because she'd say Alfred's never going to come out of that prison now. But I was treated with the greatest respect from that moment on. Well, I was the, the last yeah. few weeks I, right. anyway, but with the greatest respect by prisoners and wardens when when I left, and they were all telling me, Miss uh, Schaefer, we don't want you back in here. We want you to stay out there. We need you out there. They're okay. all coming around. Every you have everyone has to understand. People are all coming around. That's great. Yeah, well, but, uh, but like I said, the Judeo Christians are, are the slowest, the slowest uh, to wake up for sure. The absolute yeah, they, slowest. Yeah. And when they realize they are the laughing stock of the world, maybe right. they come around. Right. You know, maybe really, then. That's right. We have to, we have to speak in a language that they comprehend. <laughs> and since they are so. Uh, so so de- degenerated. We have to speak in very simple words, you know. That, like you, when you talk to a little baby, you go goo goo da, da or something. Right. I don't know what what words or what pictures we can reach them with, but it, we have to reach right. them with whatever works. You just gave me a great idea for a T-shirt that says, "I can't believe that you're still wearing a mask." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> right. Yeah, like. What what will it take? What will it take for them to realize how they've been made an ass of? You know what I mean? Right. Oh, it's just, yeah. Right, right. So once our people who are Israel, okay, realize that they've been had 
for the last 2,000 years, okay, yeah. uh, what's his name, uh, Mark Twain, said it's much easier to t- fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled, right? That is so true. That's very true, and that's very important, that statement. Yes, yes. And, and so we're, you know, we they've had 2,000 years to develop their brainwashing techniques, and in yeah. these in these latter days, they've had all the money by which to perfect their control over people's minds, right? But uh, oh, let me quote Lincoln: "You can fool all the people some of the time, you can fool some of the people all of the time, but you can't fool all the people all of the time." And those of us who are in identity are those who can't be fooled. Absolutely, we're, I mean, we're that remnant. Is, yeah. Yes. You know, what's, you know what's funny is that all of these things that they themselves are is what they projected onto the Germans yes. after the Germans tried oh, to, yeah. to say – after the Germans were defeated by the entire world which they controlled. So this is – and now people are beginning to realize, wow, the, the Germans were actually doing exactly that what, which we now have to do. And that's it. Like, And, and I, I believe that when we – come out of this victorious, that the white race, we will never again see brother wars like those which we've experienced in the yes. past, because now we understand who was driving them, who was orchestrating them, and the means and methods they used to do so. I mean, that make, that's a big difference. It's like you, right. you, you come out of a disease, and now you're immune to it. We will be immune to this Ju- Judaism forever, in my opinion, yes, exactly. after we get out of this. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, res- the immune response of our people against judaism because judaism is the virus it's a disease absolutely yes, yeah, and yeah. The, and the jewish people are the ones who carry the virus around the world so it's a disease folks they are a disease right that's and, the, and, and i believe that there that's why i believe we're going to be seeing a lot of benjamin friedman's coming out because those the, i mean look at mordechai vanunu for example he spent more time in solitary confinement in israeli prisons than my entire prison sentence right. you see right. i think he's been in prison for something like 18 years and then they, they they let him out because they couldn't hold him anymore but they they forbid him this they try to forbid him to talk to anybody and all that kind of stuff right but he, he's also a hero from the other side and it always says like he's converted to you know to to, to christianity sort of thing like in other words he's 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 uh he's, he's yeah. erased the bad programming from his mind and he's come around to just become yeah. to common sense yeah there's even jews who are offended by being brainwashed <laughs> oh yeah right? of course okay oh, yeah. yeah most of them aren't but some are right and, and more and more more yeah. and more of them i think will be coming out yeah, and who's the guy who wrote the Thirteenth Tribe, Arthur Kessler? Arthur Kessler, yeah. Yeah, they murdered him after oh, he I published. Didn't, I that. didn't know that. Oh really? yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't live much longer after that book was published. Jeez. And he yeah. was still a young man. He was only in his forties. Oh right? wow! Because that spilled the beans. Yeah. That spilled the beans that the Jews aren't Israelites, but are in yeah. fact. Uh, well, he didn't talk about Edomites, but he talked about Khazars. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. And so you still have to tread carefully. They will do in their own people if necessary. Right. Oh, they, they don't. They, they they stop nowhere. They they'll kill anybody and everybody. And yeah, like you said, you're their own people too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no Jew is safe from the Rothschilds, from B'nai B'rith, uh, from the ADL. You know, and of course the Mossad is their hit squad. That's yeah. all it is. It's a hit squad. And a lot of European politicians have been murdered by them who don't toe the line, 
right? Well, let's let's look at John F. Kennedy. Let's look at Robert Kennedy. I mean, those are that just just to look at the states. And there's been lots of lots of uh, a number of other presidents also have been been killed. Yes, in the right states. By, by the Jews, and absolutely by the yes. Jews. Yes. So, uh, so what's the climate now in Germany? Because you know, you say there's this great awakening. Uh, are the German people aware that this flood of immigrants? has been used as a weapon against them? Is that consciousness coming about? Yes, it's coming about. Uh, and there are a number of factors that have been driving that. And one of them is the fact that all these uh, do-gooders who were helping you know, refugees welcome at the beginning, they were very quickly exhausted by what right. they... Their, yeah. their work and what they were seeing and the abuse. I mean, when these, when these, uh, you know, some horny invaders, uh, they would rape the helpers kind of thing. Right. Or the children of the helpers and so forth. The people who took in these uh, uh, rape fugees yeah. would have, uh, they'd say, my, oh my God, what have we got in our house now? Yes. So the, 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 the illusion was quickly destroyed by the rea the harsh reality. And of course, people right. talk about that and yeah. Yeah, so the influx of quote-unquote, yeah, rape refugees is the, probably the best way of putting it, fake refugees, right? Yeah. Who are, yeah. you know, how is it possible that 99% of these refugees are all young men in their teens and 20s? Oh, it's, well, it's just mind-boggling. I mean, I'll just give you an example of this one uh, Bosnian guy who I got to know in prison. He was, he was a good friend of mine. And, then, and he had been in a prison cell for a while with a guy from Nigeria and this night for for the people for his people in Nigeria, this guy was a king because he was in Europe. And at the at the question of whether he's even thinking of working, oh no, why should I work? I don't I don't have to work, you know. I mean, these people they they are just like surplus population from down in Africa coming right. here. They have no clue about work and no desire to work. They're just there because now they can get free food and it, and they get a right. place to sleep. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah and, yeah, and yeah, and for them, uh, raping a young girl is not even jailbait. No, it's they're it, not it, even it, arrested. Their highest dream is to make is, is to is to have sex with a white woman to make a, a, a yeah. you know to, to upgrade yeah. their their yeah, kind their, of right, you know, their status for the upgrade. Right, right, yeah. yeah, to it's, defile it's her. That's oh. to def That's their intention is to defile white women because there's no way they can love. In the, in the uh, no. a more sense of the word, you no, know, no. or even the brotherly love sense of the word, they, they want to defile that woman. And these white liberal women who've been so brainwashed and these feminists. In fact, there was an episode, I don't know if you heard about this, that three white feminists from America went to Europe and they were a part of the group. They were welcoming all these rape fugees in and one of them got raped. By a black well, that's guy. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and, and so the one who got right to, wanted to tell the world, "Hey, wait a minute. There's something wrong here. Uh, these, these people are rapists. They're, they're not refugees." And the other two feminists, the ones who weren't raped, of course, said, "No, no, 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 no. You can't. You can't tell that. It would spoil our our, our objectives, right? No, I'm telling. <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah. you know, this as you're saying, it, this is causing dissension within the ranks. Oh, and by the way." I think it was while you were in prison that uh, who's that Jewish movie producer? Uh, Spielberg. Uh, no, uh, yeah, well, Spielberg's among them, but uh, the guy who triggered the hashtag Me Too movement of women uh, actresses and feminists. You know, uh, I've been attacked by this uh, and raped by a certain they believe white man, right? No, but he was a Jew. 
and it was yeah. not operative, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, just like Silverstein and Epstein and yeah. Bernstein. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the wrong name, but uh, he's the yeah, yeah. uh, Jewish movie producer after whom the whole hashtag Me Too movement was begun after he had raped uh, a couple of white women, right? It's, so, uh, it's... yeah. And so uh, this has to wake people up. The only thing right now is people are still in fear, and they don't want to accuse the 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 person who might come after them and destroy their you know their livelihood, et cetera, et cetera. But once once our backs are against the wall, and white people have nothing left to lose. That is the moment of truth, and we yes. are at that point now. And I've heard that said a number of times. With when we have, when we are there with our backs against our, the wall, that's it. Then. We- 